several other no several order order border several other Jen and this is Lisa and here we are again for another episode you know what number we're on is this number five five number five oh my god numero cinco <laughs> I'm not I almost said I was like that ain't right that that's ain't a right. four I know that's a four <laughs> quattro that's four that's all I got like ocho cinco oh, what's oh. that mean I don't know it's like a basketball player I think it's he's number 85 oh he changed his name to ocho cinco Wow. Legally. Legal? Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot. Fun fact. Whoa. I love your little fun fact. They make me so happy. I know I say that all the time, but it's true. Which is I didn't actually have one for this episode, so that works. Thanks. Well, you threw one in on accident. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. We've had an eventful couple of days. Yeah? Yeah. I saw the new Top Gun. Pew, pew. Meow, 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 meow. And what do you think of it? Dude, it was fucking awesome. There you go, Top Gun It heads. was fucking awesome. Look, the first one, I was like, all right, yeah. it's okay. It's old, This you know? one, this was me the whole time. I was on the edge of my sheet. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was like, <laughs> so, was so, glowing good. review from Miss Oh, Jen, yeah. Everyone. And I'm not even an airplane person, but, dude, that was sick. It was fucking sick. I'm not an airplane sick. person either. I've only been on two in my whole life. And I've been there both times. <laughs> yes, you have. Well, it's been more than two because we had to fly back. So, you've okay. been on four planes. Oh, I didn't think Quattro. it was that <laughs> It's coming back. Quattro. We also uh, did a little barbecue with some friends yesterday. Oh, yeah? I just want to do a little quick shout out. Quick shout out. Yes, Amanda and Darrell, our buddies, they're having a little boy. Baby boy. And I called it. You did. I, I did not. Mm. Uh, true nerd fashion, because Daryl is a nerd, they're going to name him Stan Lee. <laughs> but not with a Y, with two E's, like the late great. Stanley. R.I.P. Stanley. R.I.P. Stanley. We love you, man. We I just wanted you. to give them a little, you know, it's exciting. They're having another little baby. Aww. Oh, little baby boy. Little baby Stanley. What if it's like, it has like Stanley's head when it comes out? It just comes out and like he's like glasses and just old as shit. I tried to it's Google. It's got Benjamin Button disease. <laughs> It's because they picked that name. Look, I tried to look up like older pictures of Stanley. Why he always looked the same his whole life. I'm telling you, that's how he's crazy. That's how he came out the womb. Oh, speaking <laughs> of that, I've been watching a lot of comic book men lately. And they, it's mm. the era before Stanley passed away. So they talk about him a lot. And I'm just like, oh, Aww. it gets me every time. But I, I love it so much. I know. Can you believe it's already June? I can't. This year has flown by. What the hell, dude? I just realized that. I was like, holy shit. Like, I mean, right when this gets released, it'll be June, but yeah. we're about to be June, and I'm just like, holy shit. It's crazy. We're almost halfway through the fucking year. And and the last two years have gone by so freaking slow. I know. It's insane. It's insane to me. And it's now- like Sonic came and like ran around the world and sped up this year so fast. Yeah? I think that was Superman who does that. <laughs> okay. Well, he flew around the world and was like, hey! <laughs> arms up and I'm like they're not going to be able to see they that. They see me. Everybody look. Yay! <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Well for it being June I thought it would be pretty 
you know, good to do this episode, which is on the Stonewall Uprising, Stonewall Riots, Rebellion, um, however you want to call it. And it's Pride Month, man. It's Pride Month. Woo! Pride Month! Yeah, bitch. I'm not a part of the actual, you know, the community, but I am an ally, so. I know, because I myself am bisexual. I don't care. I'll say it. Mm. Um and you my best friend and you love you me. gay <laughs> big gay only half big gay half gay <laughs> that's me my son calls me that sometimes Are you serious? <laughs> I'll be like yeah mom it's your month you're half gay I'm like wow, wow. he's a sixteen year old a hole so yeah but <laughs> here we are we're gonna talk about the Stonewall uprising and the riots themselves were from June twenty eighth to July third nineteen sixty nine. And during this time in America, these riots were inevitable, especially how the gay community was treated at the time. So we're about to get into that here. Oh, yeah. The U.S. government was out there looking for communists because of World War II. And these politicians included gay people in that search because they thought they were easily susceptible to blackmail, being gay and all. That's just... You're you're gay? Communist. (laughs) blackmailed oh my god (laughs) the government wouldn't even let anyone a part of the community work in any government job since according to some douchebag named clyde r hoey yeah use a hoey Mm -hmm. (laughs) he he wishes he could be Uh he wrote in a report that all of the government agencies are in complete agreement that sex perverts in government constitute security risks But it shouldn't come as a surprise that he was also a segregationist. He loved to drop the N-word whenever he could. So he died, like, at his desk or some bullshit. So burn in hell, you piece of shit. It's, uh, yeah, exactly. I hate you and I hope you burn in hell. Burn in hell! hell. (laughs) (laughs) Even the United States Postal Service at the time kept track of people suspected to be homosexuals. What the fuck? Like, they would check their mail and be like, oh, you're getting some gay shit. Like, oh, f- man, this is written in cursive. This is gay. gay. Like, oh what, God, what the I don't fuck? Know. Oh, my um, God. In 1952, homosexuality was classified as a mental disorder by the American Psychiatric Association. Mm-hmm. And even, like, see, you just did it. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, they, would, they thought being gay was a disease. And just, mm-hmm. like, now people think being trans is a mental thing. And I'm just, like. What the fuck? Y'all are, I can't. It's stupid. Wasn't uh, the, it labeled as a disease in the DSM yeah, until so, yeah. like 2005, was it? I can't it was, remember. It was pretty recent. Yeah, it yeah. was classified as a mental disorder. Which is super cool. fucked up. Yeah. Like, like yeah. oh, who I choose to love. So is it a mental me... disorder or is it a choice? Yeah, really. Uh, make up your mind. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was even illegal to cross-dress and they shut down a lot of gay bars while arresting people for being gay because that's where our tax dollars should be going, you fucking boomers. Pieces of shit. Yep, pretty much. In an effort to bring light to the discrimination brought on by police, the gay community started to formally organize in the 1950s. <laughs> Homophile organizations, as they were called, tried to emphasize their sense of community and turn the attention away from their sexual aspect of their identity, which the public was way too fucking concerned with. Let me just get in your business. Yeah, like... Why oh, does everybody want to know who's fucking who? I know. I it's not your damn business. Shut your mouth! Just who fucking cares? Oh my god. Oh my, it drives me crazy. Mm. These groups work to raise awareness, to educate, and work towards unification for them being an oppressed minority, Mm -hmm. which they were. It's fucked up. In 1951, the Medicine Society was founded in Los Angeles. LA. LA, bitch. California. (laughs) I want to go so bad, by the way. Just a sidebar. I want to go to California so bad. It's all right. 
No? Just all right? I mean, L.A. was awful, but, mm. I mean, it was all right. You need to go to Alcatraz. That'd be, well, that's San Fran. Yeah. That's, that's a little bit different. Yeah. It's not like a little trashy L.A. We could find the full house house. <laughs> <laughs> we could find the charmed house. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. 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 <laughs> Side note over. All right. <laughs> Several other organizations followed. Among them was One, Inc., which produced the first widely circulated gay publication in 1953. Hmm. The Daughters of Belitis, the first lesbian rights organization in the U.S., soon followed. Getting this going in an era of legal and social oppression, these early gay rights groups sought acceptance from the general community. This early movement was crucial in creating group identity, which would later help gay men and women rally together to demand change all over the country. And that's going to bring us to New York City. New York. (laughs) Also, I mean, it's all right. It's well, you know, you was born there, so I was not born in New York City. I was born in New York. Well, everyone, sorry. you know, another quick sidebar. Everyone's like, "Oh, you're from New York? What part of the city?" I'm like, "Do you realize that New York is fucking huge, and New York City is literally just a tiny island?" Yeah, my friend was like, "Yeah, we're going to New York," and he came back with all these pictures of them like out in the country and waterfalls, and so I was like, what, "Yeah, bitch." I was yeah. one of those. I was oh, like, "No, mm-hmm. New York City, dude." Like, <laughs> all right, but we're back in New York City. We're in Greenwich Village, and that's on the west side in Manhattan. It was known as the Artist Haven, which makes a lot of sense that it attracted a large gay community because they could all feel safe together in one spot. The Stonewall Inn is located inside Greenwich Village at 51 and 53 Christopher Street. And because, like I said, gay bars were pretty much illegal at the time, Stonewall was able to operate because it was owned by three members of the Mafia. Oh, shit. Mafia what if one of them was Al Capone <laughs> when he was a mob? Are they different? Mob Why? Mafia? Mafia? Well, I think he was, I don't know, maybe. Huh. Interesting. Never thought of that. Well, maybe that's why Jimmy was haunting him. (laughs) The mafia invested in gay bars since they knew they'd make good money off it, taking payoffs for protection. They'd also pay off the cops because it didn't, the Stonewall didn't have a liquor license and that kept the bars open. Stonewall was the only secret gay bar that allowed dancing and it actually had a real dance floor and a jukebox. That's what made it so popular. Like it was the spot to be. I'd be in there dancing 100%. I know. Mm-hmm. I love to dance anyways. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can see us in there. Oh, yeah. We'd for be sure. hanging out, dude. Mm-hmm. A bouncer would sit at the door and look out a peephole to see who was trying to get in. They would only let people they knew come in or who looked gay just in case an undercover cop would try and sneak in. Just, oh, yeah, you definitely get in, Lisa. Yeah, i just scream. Look, I wear so many bright colors. They'd be like, yep, she can go. Oh, my God. But as we know, cops can't mind their own damn business, so they'd always try to raid these kinds of gay safe havens in order to arrest homosexuals. And they would often try to raid Stonewall. One night, two undercover policewomen and two undercover policemen entered the bar early in the evening to gather visual evidence. I hope you can feel my sarcasm. While the public moral squad waited outside. They're like, oh, that's definitely a gay over there. Oh, that's such a gay place. Oh my god. It really is gay. <laughs> we gotta go in there. <laughs> So once these pieces of shit got what they felt that they needed, they called for backup from the 6th precinct. Uh, They did so by using the bar's payphone. How disrespectful of them. We're going to use your own phone to call us. (laughs) Yeah, to call us to come in here and take down you. Fuck you guys. Oh, my God. Since it was, you know, owned by the mafia and such, the employees would often get tipped off if a raid was coming, but none of them knew anything on this night. There was a rumor that one may happen, but the bar's manager thought it was a lie because it was later than the usual raids. 
on Saturday, June 28th in 1969 at 1.20 a.m., 24 cops in plain dark suits, two cops in uniforms, Detective Charles Smythe and Deputy Inspector Seymour Pine busted in the doors and yelled, Police! We're taking this place! I just imagine it was very aggressive. Seymour Pine. (laughs) Seymour Pine! (laughs) He would be a pig with that name. (laughs) (laughs) What a douche! The music went dead silent. The main lights came on, showing all 205 people in attendance of the bar that night. There were new patrons who had never experienced a raid, so they were confused. But the regulars knew exactly what the fuck was happening, so they began to run towards the bathrooms for the doors and windows, which, of course, police had already barred. You see, the standard procedure was to line up the patrons, check their IDs, have female officers take ones dressed as females into the bathroom to check and verify their sex, and if they had male parts but were dressed as a woman they would be taken to jail how fucking humiliating and just downright disgusting it makes me so irate that people were and still are treated so horribly just for expressing themselves could you imagine just being taken into a bathroom to have they're like let me feel your your no no area expected like bitch who the fuck don't y'all have better things to do like (sighs) crime like real crime yeah exactly Those who were dressed like females were refusing to go with the cops that night, and the men in line were refusing to show them their IDs. So the cops decided that they were going to take everyone to the station. Yeah, let's just take everybody, all 205. (laughs) Let's get them all in there. They separated the patrons. Like a fucking clown car. (laughs) Just keep popping out. Jesus. (laughs) Fucking gayest clown car. (laughs) It's just fucking sparkle shoots out when you open the door. (laughs) Yes, queen. That's a horn. (laughs) It goes, yeah. So the cops separated the patrons who they believed to be cross-dressing and took them to a room in the back of the bar. Police began to assault some of the lesbian patrons by filling them up inappropriately, which get fucked, you pieces of shit. Seriously. Mm. Keep your fucking hands to yourself, asshole. But surprise, motherfucker, the raid didn't go as planned. No, it did not. It didn't. No, it did not. (laughs) Nice try. Boy, here we go. When the first police wagon got there, there was a crowd growing outside, most of them being homosexuals, and things were getting real quiet. Mm. They put the mafia owners into that first wagon, and the second one that was supposed to be arriving was delayed because there was some confusion on the radio. And shit started going down when the cops were bringing out one woman, whom many believed to be Stormé Delarvery, and they allegedly hit her with a baton, and she escaped from their grip and shouted at the crowd, why don't you guys do something? Yeah, exactly. Fucking right. Don't and just that, stand yeah, there. Yeah, that's when the crowd was like, fuck that. They were getting rowdy. Cops were knocking people over, which just pissed them off even more. The crowd then tried to flip over the police wagon, and they slashed its tires. <laughs> Beer cans started getting thrown. They're, they were near a construction site and started grabbing bricks and throwing them at the police. Damn. Yeah. By now, there are almost 500 to 600 people, and the cops are outnumbered <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> ten, ten officers barricaded themselves inside the Stonewall Inn, so people started throwing all kinds of shit through the windows. <laughs> Garbage cans, rocks, bricks, you know, anything they could get their hands on. They even lit garbage on fire, which made the police bring out a fire hose to spray them with. Except it didn't have any water pressure, so it didn't really do anything except, you know, piss them off more. And they were like, (laughs) all right, let's fucking go. Mm -hmm. 
And the cops are pissed because who would have thought the gays would fight back? I know. It's so crazy. Like, oh, whoa. They're, like, they're gay. They can't do anything. Yeah, they're so, like, whatever. Fucking date. Oh Fuck God. you guys. They're so mentally... They're mentally disabled. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. They tried tried to detain and arrest anyone they could and throw them into the police wagon. They also tried to march and push the crowd back, but the rioters ended up forming a chorus line and singing. (laughs) What? Yeah, you know, like you're arm in arm and you're like, dun, 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 kicking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been like the best thing to see, just cops. Yeah, so you're looking <laughs> at a whole just li- like, yep. Yeah, you're looking at a whole line of people doing leg kicks like in a musical compared to a bunch of stupid ass cops with batons and shields. Like how Who would are barricading that fucking themselves look? in the bar they're raining yeah. like pieces of shit. Like they're just gonna start beating people while they're over here just doing a musical number. Yeah. They yeah. would look like assholes. I mean are always assholes, but you know. <laughs> By 4 a.m., a lot of the madness had died down, and the streets were clear, and everyone was like, what the fuck just happened? 13 people were arrested that night, and Stonewall Inn itself was just shattered to pieces. Mm-hmm. News teams were catching on. There were graffiti all over the street saying support gay power, drag power, legalize gay bars, etc. Like, everything was out there. The second night, thousands of people came out. Oh, the gays were out, and they had had enough, girl. Like they were like, "Let's fucking do this, y'all. Want to go? Let's we'll fucking, fucking go." go. <laughs> I know a lot of people have heard the story of Marsha P. Johnson. She was an African American drag queen, mm-hmm. and I think the story is she threw the first brick, but she actually wasn't there the first night. She was there the second night, and she climbed up a lamppost and dropped a brick onto the windshield of a cop car, <laughs> and it fucking cracked it. Ah, fuck yeah. Get fucked. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and then the same thing happened the second night. They had their chorus lines and kick lines, and the police were just a bunch of assholes. And once again, ended at 4 a.m. The next two nights, some people did go out, but it was kind of raining, so there wasn't as much activity. But by that Wednesday night, another mob of people were out, and once again, they're just fighting with the police. It's safe to say that the people of Greenwich Village, even the ones who weren't there to witness the riots, began to take notice. People who felt moved by the rebellion decided to stand up and take action. Medicine, which I mentioned earlier, felt the shift in people and published a story in their newsletter entitled The Hairpin Drop Heard Around the World. The Gay Liberation Front, or GLF, was formed. It was the first organization to use the word gay in its name. The group borrowed some tactics from black and anti-war groups with the idea that they could restructure American society. However, four months after the group started, they split over being unable to agree upon operating procedures. Within six months of the riots, activists started a new city paper simply entitled Gay. And the weeks after this, two more papers began publishing under the names Come Out and Gay Power. The number of readers for these three papers soon climbed between 20,000 and 25,000. I think it's kind of crazy. Like, this was really the turning point for the gay community. It sure was. I mean, obviously, it's not perfect still. Yeah, People are still assholes, and, you know, people get shit on just for wanting to be themselves. I just... Just mind your own business. I really just don't understand. Literally, like, why does it matter what Jeff and Jerry are doing next door? (laughs) While you're you're over there beating your wife and you're worried about Jeff and Jerry. Exactly. Listen, all I want to do is set up my house and live my fucking life, watch TV. I don't want to be in nobody's business. Why has everybody got to be in everyone else's business? It makes sense. It's usually people who are trapped in the closet. Oh yeah, exactly. That's yeah. That's I was. You can come out. We will. They will welcome you. Don't worry. (laughs) They will welcome you with open arms. Like, jeez, I just. I don't know. It's just weird to me. Oh, I just think back to when I told my parents that I was bi. It was a good time. My mom was Christian. Christian. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
air bunnies. Um, and she literally just looked at me and was like, it's just a phase. You'll grow out of it oh and refuse to talk to me about it anymore. I'm like, okay, mom. Yeah, I'm definitely growing out. I'm growing out of it. Look at me. Nope. Still bye. Thanks, mom. Bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just, I don't. It's, I, and that's another thing, especially parents, if they can't accept their children. Oh, I couldn't. That If you can't accept that your children might be trans, gay, maybe they're asexual and don't even want anybody. Exactly. If you can't accept, don't have kids. Don't have kids. Exactly. Because you need to know that kids are going to throw curveballs at you and you should not, as their parent, turn your back on them for anything. Hmm. You need to love your child. Listen, my kids came to me and said they were gay. No fucking problem for me. But I feel like in your house, they wouldn't even have to. They would just... if. They just yeah. brought home, like, my boyfriend. You'd be like, all right. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Which I think I wish that's how everything could be. You know, uh, yeah. Just who gives a fuck whether, you know, there's no, like, I wish that people wouldn't even have to, like, come out. It was just, yeah. oh, you just, this is my girlfriend. Yeah. This is my boyfriend. Who fucking This cares? is my day friend. You know what I'm saying? Good for you. Cool. <laughs> that's I don't how care. it should be. Yeah. I don't care. I definitely keep uh, my kids open, like me. We're all open-minded. We talk about things. We discuss things. Yeah. So. They'll, they're definitely going to be like me, I hope. And I think a lot more of this younger generation, they're more accepting of it and more supportive. Because, mm-hmm. Most I mean, like them. I said, my mm-hmm. parents, that generation. A lot changed in politics, really, when mm-hmm. Obama was in office. In 2009, President Barack Obama declared the month of June to be lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender pride month. Thanks, Obama. Yes, thank you, Thanks. Obama, for accepting me for me. Oh, my God. Thank- yes, Obama. Yes. <laughs> yes, Obama. That's the new thing. No more no. thanks, Obama. Just yes, yes, Obama. Obama. <laughs> At Obama's second inaugural address, he was the first president to ever mention anything about gay rights or even use the word gay. His quote was, we, the people, declare today that the most evident of truths, that all of us are created equal, is the star that guides us still. Just as it guided our forebears through Seneca Falls and Selma and Stonewall, our journey is not complete until our gay brothers and sisters are treated like anyone else under the law. For if we are truly created equal, then surely the love we commit to one another must be equal as well. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I've got goosebumps. My body was like radiating. I'm not kidding when you were reading that. Oh, I guess blood pumping. Fucking Obama. <laughs> I know. I miss Obama so much. We miss you, Obama. We miss Come you, back. Obama. The Stonewall in the actual, the actual Stonewall, in, you know, the, the the 51 and 53 Christopher Street, which I don't really understand how that works. Yeah, I don't get it either. Where's 52? I don't know. Maybe it's because it's through the bar. Like, it's uh, it's the corners of, you know what I mean? New York City's it's, weird. New yeah, York City's weird. I don't know. I've never been there, but I'm sure it sounds like it. <laughs> On June 23rd, 2015, the Stonewall Inn was unanimously approved to be city landmark, and that was the first landmark honored for its role for gay rights. That's interesting. I know you were just looking up their website. I, I was like, are they still open? Can you still go there? And yes, you can. And they have different like theme nights and it looks Lisa, like so much fun. Lisa was like, we need to go to Fucked Up Friday. Yes. there's No, it was Fuck Me Up Friday. Oh, oh. Fuck Me Up Friday. Yeah. There's a karaoke night. Oh. Uh, they do a cabaret. Ooh, a piano cool. bar. It's Showtime Saturdays. I mean, it just like it would be so much fun karaoke night yeah i would i would thrive here i feel so yeah <laughs> i mean i love going to pulse out of all the clubs that i've ever been to pulse is like my favorite i've never been to pulse no oh, we used to go all the time and 
I hate clubs. Let's not get it twisted. Like <laughs> normal clubs, but man, something about Pulse. I don't even care. Like I drank, we danced. I love it. And then one of my friends actually does the drag show there. And his name is Judy in the show. And I love it. I love it so much. It's so good. I've only ever been to Time Out. I remember Time Out. R.I.P. Time Out. <laughs> R.I.P. Poor, poor Time Out. What was the other one that was right there near Time Out? Was it the Rainbow Club? Was that what it was called? I don't know. I was always too young to go to that one before it closed down. And I went to Time Out one time, but I was already real drunk. So. <laughs> oh my god my first experience with a drag queen i was 19 and we were at the basement right oh. right there off of um 501 and my car was parked i had that geo tracker which had like manual door locks manual windows and i wa- i was parked at the back like way back like the other street so i walked out to my car and i get in and i noticed there's this guy following me Mm-mm. i remember i'm 19 so i'm like what the fuck and i'm in a car with manual like everything Ugh. it was like Almost like a wannabe Wrangler. Yeah. So like you got you could zip in the back, like you could jump in. So I hop in my car and he comes to like the passenger side of the window and he oh. just whips his dick out and starts jerking off next to my car. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So I take my car and I pull up to the front of basement because I found a parking spot and I get out and I run to my friend Derek and I'm like, he's like this tall, like flaming gay man. And I was like, Derek, this fucking dude just whipped his dick out. And Derek's like, oh, hell no. So he like, we go wait to the back. And of course the guy's there and Derek's like yelling at him. He's like, fuck you. You're just going to whip your fucking dick out. Like what the fuck? Hell yeah. And then these two drag queens were outside timeout. And they were like, what the hell's going on? And they were like, we're all confronting this dude. And he ran off and the drag queens were like, Oh, honey, you all right? I got some snacks in my purse. Do you need something? We gonna call the police. Oh, <laughs> my God. I know, yeah. That was fucking nuts. Oh, like the worst and the best experience yeah. all at the same time. Like I oh. will never forget that. I mean, I don't think I like could. Like the mama drag queens are just like, don't you worry, hunty. We have you. I got We're some fine. snacks, girl. Oh, they gave me like some little graham crack. Oh, well, yeah. so sweet. So I'll oh. never forget that. See, that's why we should support anyone and what they want to mm-hmm. fucking do because it's none of our business. I mean, it's not like any other dudes who were there with us did anything. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> like, like, the other dudes were like, oh, like, we could probably kick their ass, but fuck uh, it. You need to do nothing. Uh, yeah, so. Assholes. <clears throat> yeah. Uh-huh. Have you ever been to, like, a pride thing or? <sighs> no, and I want to go to, like, a pride festival so fucking bad because they look like they're so much fun. They do one in Charleston, I think, right? I think so. Yeah. I've been trying to get there, I'm sure. but I'm always I mean, working. Yeah, I'm sure they do. We should go to the next one because they look like they're so much fun. And I'm down. Da- I'm down. Listen. Yeah. If I believe in it, I'm going to go out and support it with like the Black Lives Matters movement. I don't even care. I think everyone, I don't hate on anyone. Right. Especially by the way Unless they look. Unless you're an ass. Yeah. Well, if yeah, you're an asshole you. to me, then fuck you. Yeah, that's yeah. different. But I'm definitely not out here judging people by the way they look. Yeah. Or what they're wearing. To me, or who they fucking? Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. It's not my Mind business. Mind your own business. As long as you fucking treat me good, I'm going to treat you good. And that's just the way it is. Just mind your business. <laughs> I can't say. Get out their business. Their business. You better get out your business now. Just get out. <laughs> Bitch, I was going ludicrous. Where did you go? I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, uh, Did you know that my first ever concert was ludicrous? Are you serious? <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> Mine was 30 Seconds to Mars. 
Wow, very different concert. <laughs> yeah, well, he's also like a fucking weirdo now. So yeah, well, yeah. proud of him. That's right. Proud of him, but <laughs> but yeah, we hope maybe you learned something a little bit about Stonewall, and we hope everybody fucking has a great June. It is Pride Month. Let's wear all rainbows and shit. Hell yeah, sparkle. My favorite thing: colors, sparkles, glitter. I'm down. And gays. <laughs> I, listen, I love it. I'm out here loud and proud. Let's go. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Let's fucking party on. Let's celebrate. Respect everyone respect one another man that's all everybody fucking wants anyways happy pride month happy pride month and we hope you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to seeing you next wednesday bye, bye.